0: After the surgery, there was a period of time where I went into a depression. So there was an emotional fallout right there for me. It was like my body was missing. I guess maybe it was missing what you Mm -hmm. just took out of me. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it was strong.
1: You're tuned in to A Story Worth Living, the podcast I'm your host, Jennifer E. Patterson. I'm an educator, a personal growth enthusiast, and a Jesus girl. And I'm so excited to be able to share stories with you, stories and experiences of everyday people that connect and inspire us to look deeper, to try harder, and to go farther. With that said, I'd like to welcome you to listen to this episode of A Story Worth Living. You've joined us for another episode of A Story Worth Living podcast. I'm really excited to have yet another fibroid warrior to join me in a conversation to raise awareness about fibroids. Uh, What are they? How do they impact us? And we're just sharing our stories. We're not medical professionals. We're not here giving uh, any medical advice. We are simply here to just encourage, again, bring awareness to this very, very important topic that impacts so many women. And I just want to welcome uh, our featured storyteller for today. And that is Ms. Phyllis Frazier. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Ms. Jennifer. I count it a privilege and an honor to be speaking with you today and speaking with our fellow sisters uh, regarding this matter.
1: Awesome. So Phyllis, just tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what do you want us to know about you before we get into this
0: conversation? Well, I am... A Gigi, I'm God's girl, just one of them, uh, striving to do his will. Um, I am a mother of two daughters. Um, One is 33 and one is 25, and I have three grandchildren, and I have a wonderful, wonderful husband that God has given me. And we have been married for nine years, but we have lived enough in those nine years that it will look like a 20 or 30 year marriage. And it has had its challenges, but it has brought us closer to the Lord and closer to one another. And I just feel extremely blessed. Oh, wow. And Mm -hmm. that's me in a nutshell.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm really excited about this conversation. I've been talking, as you can imagine, I've been talking to other women and we've been kind of tossing around our experiences. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's been listening to the podcast here recently or who knows me knows that I've gone through my own very recent um, fibroid experience that ended in a partial hysterectomy but we're not here to talk about me because our my first episode if if you missed that episode go back and listen to the one that was posted and you'll kind of get caught up on my story but Phyllis uh when did you first discover that you had fibroids how did you find out like what went through your Hmm. mind how did you process all of that how did you respond all of that like what was what was that out when you how was that when you first found out that you had fibroids it
0: was It was between Thanksgiving and Christmas 2013. Okay. To be perfectly honest and frank, I hadn't gone to the doctor in a little while. And I decided to go get myself checked out, make sure everything was okay. And when I went, they were doing a pap. And they could not find my cervix. Wow. Yes, and so you know, one came in and they went out and went and got another one that came in, and then they told me this. And so they wanted me to have an ultrasound done. Right. And um, my husband and I have been, I guess, dating about maybe three months, four months, and uh, he's a nurse. And so he worked at one particular hospital and they wanted me to go to a different hospital. And he's like, I need you to come over here. I know some doctors. I'll pull some strings for you. That's I was clevering. like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And so uh, he said, you know, they asked for uh ultrasound. But what about MRI? He said to the doctor that he was talking about this so we wow. can see everything. Wow. And so, yeah. Got the MRI done. Came back in the room. Doctor pulled it up on the on the computer in the room, and my husband looked at it. And well, while he was, we weren't married yet. He looked at it and said, "Baby, that thing's the size of a football." I was like, "What?" Okay,
1: well, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Pause, yeah, pause, pause, yeah. pause, pause. did you have any idea? that something that, was, 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 was a foot? Like
0: uh, my periods were heavy.
1: Okay. Okay. I
0: cramped a lot, but Listen. I always did that. I always did that because okay. Um, years prior to that, uh, every now and again, I would have to have an ablation because I had endometriosis. Ah,
1: yeah. yeah. That's a so whole I'm other not conversation. Thinking- It's a whole
0: nother conversation. So I'm not even thinking on those lines of a fibroid tumor. Right. Now, And and I will tell you this. I would be asleep. And I would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes. And it's like I, I would be on my back and I would sit straight up because I feel like I was about to lose my breath. And I'll explain that to you in just a moment. Okay. So. Uh, he said, baby, that thing's the size of a, of a football. And so the doctor is like, we need to admit her today. Mm. What? <laughs> yes. yes, girl. Yes, yes. So that was a Friday, by the way. They admitted me. And I went through the weekend because he was going to schedule the surgery for the next week. Because he's like, we just want to get a, make sure she's comfortable. Mm. And that Tuesday... Is when I actually had my surgery. And um after the surgery, they came back in, you know, they sent everything off to the lab and all of that. And everything came back okay. But after the surgery, he came in and he talked to us. And my church family, everybody's in the room, yeah. <laughs> just about. Yeah. And and um, and this is in Louisville, Kentucky Magazine Street, Seventh so Adventist Church. But anyway. They said that the thing was so huge that they could not save anything. My cervix, my fallopian tubes, ovaries, everything, uterus, everything had to go because it was so mangled and wrapped, and it was growing oh back. Oh my goodness! Back and up, and I and I was a warrior. I worked out, but I still had this pooch I could not get rid of. Yeah, and I'm talking about I worked out hard, that's all I did, and I ate very well back then. And, um, yeah, so it was God is so good, it was growing back and up and pressing against my diaphragm, Mm. and that is why I would lose breath. Oh, my goodness! So I count it a miracle. (laughs) <laughs> because it was something that I didn't even realize that I had. And I said in the beginning, "Yeah, I hadn't gone to the doctor. I was skating, not going to the doctor. Sk- the devil could have took me out because wow. I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So I say all of that to say to my sisters, go to the doctor. Yeah self-checked i am a miracle god's face and uh, favor and grace was on me and i am truly truly grateful and we don't go through things for nothing yeah Uh, so i feel like uh you know it's a blessing jennifer that you put this podcast together uh to inform our fellow sisters it's a blessing that the Lord allowed me to come through it and to be able to speak of my story so that someone else doesn't have to go through what we went through. Right. Knowledge is power. Right.
1: Right. You know, you talked about, uh, and I, I have been telling people that, you know, I'm using my story as a cautionary tale, um, mm-hmm. because I like you a couple of years go by because I, I got real busy, right. mm-hmm. I had, I'd left my, uh, my traditional job. I think I was, I had still keeping up with my appointments. Um, and this was back in 2015 and I Mm -hmm. went solo, started my, launched my business. And anyone who has launched their own business knows that that thing will have you wrapped up, tied up, tangled up. And so, you know, I was building my clientele at that point and I was very, very busy. And, Mm -hmm. but it was like in the back of my mind, I was like. But Jennifer, you, you know, you gotta, you know, make sure, you know, you, you schedule your appointment and then I would let time go by. So I, when you said that, I just, yeah, I felt that because mm-hmm. same thing. And then, um, so I think I had maybe one or two appointments in that, you know, you know, over those, those early years and then of, of the, launching the business. And then I let a couple of years slide and then the pandemic hit. Right. And then of mm-hmm. course, you know, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to the doctor. And then after, you know, the pandemic kind of calmed down and I'm at a place where it's really kind of like, okay, okay. You need to get back on the back in the saddle. Like you need to find out what's going on. And by this time, and
0: take care of
1: you. Right. Right. And by this time, you know, being over 40, you know, there's other things happening. Right. Exactly, so now exactly. it's just like layered. Right. But at the same yes. time, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, <laughs> you know, the, the shape, um, that I was in, I didn't know what was going on on the inside. So when you said that, but that, you know, I, I just want to, I just want to kind of park there it's the size of a mm-hmm. football, the way it size was growing, football. you know,
0: I I still have it. Because yeah, we had uh, what's called my chart. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can pull it up and get the dimensions. I, it's, 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 it's amazing. Wow. It is truly amazing. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I just want to hit this side of things, um, mm-hmm. Jennifer. Yeah. You said you were starting your business. And, you know, I had just graduated myself from school and I was trying to get a start uh, and then starting in another relationship. And uh, so much was going on in my life with my younger daughter. And I yeah. uh, just, you know, it's it's like I got time. I got time. Mercy. I got time. I'll get Mercy. to it. I'll get to it. And, you know, it's a trick of the enemy. Yeah. On so many levels. That That's the trick. Tell them that they got time.
1: Mm. And while
0: we are are harboring that I got time things are happening and they're happening swiftly On oh, so many levels yeah but when it comes to your health yes and you can't play around yes. because all that stuff that you're trying to do and get focused on and get in place mm-hmm. if you're not here mm-hmm. it doesn't matter
1: yeah that part that part that part that part yeah so let's talk about life in the aftermath Mm -hmm. of the surgery what what has been your experience you know what what has that been like (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yes i'm not gonna sugarcoat it for you don't
1: sugarcoat it
0: no i cannot (laughs) every woman is different let me say that off the top right okay Every woman is different. I have, run, I have come across uh, women who are in the same boat that I'm in. I've come across women who have gone through the exact same thing, and, and they fared much, much better. And I say that I'm talking about the hot flashes. I'm talking about um, the emotional swings of things. Mm. Because I am a woman that I, I like to be on the natural side of things yes. mm-hmm. um our pharmacy our pharmaceutical company companies not all of them but some of them are just all about that dollar and yeah. they don't really care about us right
1: <laughs> right. right and
0: you have to, and you have to do your research you have to for yourself and i have decided that i wasn't going to take any of the uh, estrogens the um synthetics and all of that I decided to do the natural side and the one thing I will tell you is you it's not a quick easy fix it's right. not an overnight fix and you still may have issues right. that you have to weather the storm so to speak. <laughs> Let me say this this is a funny thing. I just want to interject. yeah <laughs> when I was, when I was younger, And in the church, you'll see women, and they might not be the nicest woman, older lady. They mean they were mean. (laughs) Where were you going? I understand. I was like, Lord, please forgive me for thinking this about Sister So and So or Sister So. -so." I understand now. Yeah, they were suffering. It ain't no joke. You have to on the if you go through this. I pray to God you don't have to. So get yourself checked and make sure you're good. And nothing builds like this. But if you do, we need to eat healthy. We need to get our sleep. Mm. We need to exercise. We need to cut the sugar. And I'm slapping myself upside the head because it's not an easy thing to do. This is nothing that I have totally conquered. I'm Mm. still (laughs) striving. But these are the things that help it.
1: Yes. So,
0: so yes. Yeah. For me, it's been the hot flashes. It's been the night sweats, and if stress is in your life, oh, the emotional swings. You have. Oh, I wouldn't. I I couldn't make it without the Lord. I'll say that. Yeah, I I wouldn't be able to make it without him.
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking about um, pre-surgery for me and talking to my doctor and when she was talking about what they actually had were going to take out right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and you mentioned that you they couldn't salvage any of your reproductive organs right, right. so everything took out everything, everything. um in yeah. my partial I was I I still do have my ovaries which and is a blessing yeah so I learned and I don't know if anybody out there uh who know you know you know this or not but I learned that our hormones are connected to as women those primary hormones those you know estrogen progesterone and testosterone they're you know I, and and I'm not trying to explain this like a medical professional but our hormones are connected to bone health and heart health
0: they're connected to everything
1: and every yeah and everything and you know but those two were specifically mentioned to me yes. and I just want to highlight that because I didn't know that you know all of our all of our our lives, we, you know we hear about hormones. you know you hear mm-hmm. about your thyroid, you hear about you know in and-
0: it yeah. in it. yeah my, my thyroid is also dead. I have a double whammy. Really? So, yes. so uh, after I had my second child, I was 32. Yeah. My thyroid, I had Grave's disease. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so I was not um, abreast of the things I, I know now. My knowledge wasn't where it is today. And I took what's called the radioactive iodine to kill my thyroid. It was either that or have it surgically removed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I didn't want to have the surgery, so I did that. Yeah. And if I knew then what I know now, I would have at least tried to salvage it through a more natural way. Yeah, and then if it was not going to work, then ha- then I would have done the radioactive. Well, I would have done the surgery
1: mm-hmm. because that
0: radioactive and I should have never put it in my body. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So all those hormones are connected to the thyroid too. Yes. 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 So.
1: So I felt like, and you, you were mentioning how there were so, there's so many things that you didn't know. And I feel the same way. Like there were so many things that I didn't know. Now I'm a reader, yeah. I'm a researcher, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when you don't know that this is what you need to be looking up, when you don't right. know that this is what you need to be talking about and asking questions about, I feel like I've learned, Phyllis, I've learned so much In a space Mm -hmm. of like six months when I'm dealing through experience
0: is your (laughs) best teacher. Experience is the best teacher. But I I, you know, I I applaud you for putting this podcast together because there are some that we can talk to either through this podcast or face to face and they won't hear us. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah. but
0: then there are those that will and can benefit from us. but experience is the best teacher. And I just pray that those that hear you as you move forward in this journey of trying to help our sisters, especially our younger sisters, mm-hmm. uh, that they would that they will truly hear the passion that's behind you putting this together yeah. and the passion that we as older women, want to help our younger women as they're coming up through. And those of us that are about to go into it that are older, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Experience is the best teacher. It'll make you research. It'll make you look at it and accept what you have to do and stop doing what you shouldn't be doing.
1: Right. Right. What do you think? uh, What are your thoughts as it relates to this topic? And the fact that I don't know that we hear a lot about it. I don't know that, you know, encountering forums and out front information and, and this fibroids affect um, African-American women, black women, let me just say black women mm-hmm. at higher rates and younger at, at younger ages as well.
0: Getting back to knowledge is power.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we have to be persistent and love our people enough to keep it before them. Yeah. It's it's almost like um yeah. if we love you enough to make sure your soul is saved, but you're not wanting to hear me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna keep on pressing, I'm gonna keep on praying for you, I'm gonna keep on giving you um um good advice and and trying to lead you there okay make you drink it but i'm gonna show you the way right we have to keep doing it we have to keep it before them
1: absolutely because
0: yeah because if we don't and they're not gonna they're not gonna be go-getters for it no they're not this generation this generation is not so we must love them enough am i my sister's keeper Absolutely. Yes, I am.
1: Absolutely. Yes, I am.
0: Yeah. So that's my thoughts on that.
1: Absolutely. As I've been journeying through, and I feel like I'm, because I'm still in, you know, I'm still recovering um, right Mm -hmm. now. My body is still healing. And um, it was funny last month was the first time that I had heard that there was a fibroid awareness. Month.
0: I didn't know that. You, yeah, you educated me on that. I, so we need to really try to capitalize on that a little bigger next next year.
1: Yeah, I had not heard about it, but then in my in my search for more information, um, I came across you know a website called White Dress Project and and other initiatives that I didn't know Mm -hmm. were out there and was just really interested in, you know, raising my voice or just adding my voice to the conversation. And Mm -hmm. as we're talking about, you know, helping educate our younger sisters, I just believe that a way to do that is to start having conversations about our bodies, about how our bodies are integrated, how they work. You know, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. impacts this impacts that this um, is connected to that. And one of the things that kind of stands out to me through my experience, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I think that as women, just period, we have kind of been um, relegated to just dealing with pain, Like, oh, this is, this is, this is what happens in this age group. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is what Mm -hmm. happens when you're, you know, oh, you know, when I first found out out. I had a fibroid, right, you know, it was one, right. And this is before 40. But there wasn't much, you know, connected to that. Oh, well, you know, we'll just monitor it. Um, If it, you know, and, and let's just be clear that all women don't have issues with their fibroids. Some of them don't have any, you know. Some of them don't right. have any, you know, discernible issues with them, but so many do. But I just, I can't get away from this, this thought, this idea that we are just expected to kind of meander suck through it up. pain. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: suck it up. It's a part of life. I Every mean, yeah. mother went through it. You'll be okay. This, this is, but okay. So how can I go through it better than what my mother went through it?
1: That part. What,
0: what can I do? uh to make sure um that i'm on top of it or or make sure that i go through things better yeah helping myself or helping someone else because yeah it, it's just like with our diets just because everybody's eating this way doesn't mean if i eat this way i'm going to be better off i'm going to not have as much pain in my body you know
1: yeah yeah and you know right now There's, you know, there's so much information since I've been digging, I've been coming across so many, you know, so much information, especially on social media. Like there are, um, women, uh, doctors who specialize Mm -hmm. in women's issues. They specialize in like, you know, hormone, how to, how to understand your hormones.
0: Which is a blessing. Yes. Right. Yes, it is. So I'm in that reaction. learning
1: curve right now. Like, did you, how, how, what was your journey in, in terms of understanding your hormones, especially now that, you know, all of your, you know, organs have been removed? Like, I asked my surgeon, I was like, listen, how, you know, now that <laughs> I don't have a period anymore, like where, how do, how do I know what's going on? Like, how do I know look, when I'm ovulating? Look, like, look, like, look, like
0: look. Look. <laughs> I asked the, the surgeon when I had my first, uh, Checkup in the office after the surgery. Okay. Okay. Okay, So, and it was December the 6th when I had the surgery Mm -hmm. of 2013. And I went back to him in January of 2014. Mm -hmm. And the hot flashes were starting
1: already. Okay. 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 Yeah.
0: And so I was like, oh, I don't uh, get... uh, he said, Oh, you'll have them for about a year and then they'll go away. That was 2014. I was about to say, uh <laughs> it's 2023 and I still have them.
1: Because you were you were put into what I understand is called surgical menopause.
0: <laughs> yes. I still have them and I have learned some things. If when I eat, when I eat wrong, oh I suffer. I suffer. Yeah. Sugar is a... It, it just ignites the flame, so to speak.
1: Yeah.
0: But when I eat clean, it's better. And I mean, I may yeah. still have them, but they are nowhere... They, they are milder, much, yeah. much milder, yeah. you know? <laughs> but when I eat some sugar, oh my goodness, girl... <laughs> just, just she just raises and her just raises her ugly head. <laughs> I just kicked i like you. You just. Why did you do that? What like, I mean. So yeah,
1: yeah. And and one thing that so those are those are those obvious like discernible results of having. Uh, the issue, having the issue removed and now, you know, now your body is trying to reset. Your body is trying to mm-hmm. f- find a new normal and and begin to function in that
0: space. I need to be exercising all the other areas in my life, like with the diet, with the exercise that's right. going to help combat where I'm, I'm, I'm weak at. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, yes.
0: So I can't let this, everything is gone. So yes, I'm in a weakened state. Thyroid's gone. My appendix is gone. Oh. (laughs) Yes, honey. I'm a miracle child, but anyway. Absolutely. I need to eat clean. I need to drink my water. Yeah. I need to exercise. I need to get my sleep and we are a fast paced society. Yes. And the devil says, you got time. Go ahead and get take care of this, do this, get through this week right here and then you come now here comes something else coming right on up. So, I am recently recently back on the journey and have decided I don't care what's happening. I got to do what I got to do for me. Yes. And I've already seen results that I knew I would see. But I have to do it. You are your advocate for your body. That part. You are. Can't nobody do it for me. And can't nobody do it for you. You have to take the information. You have to do the research, just as you said earlier, for yourself. And you have to make a decision. I'm going to take care of me this is a gift that God has given me my body my life and I got to do what I got to do yeah from
1: where I am yes absolutely so, one other thing that I want to kind of just talk about um is the emotional fallouts so hmm. let's let, let's travel back to when <laughs> you went in they said, "Hey, this is the situation. We're gonna admit you, and then we're gonna cut you." Wait, did you have a traditional um, hysterectomy? Or I, did you have...
0: I had traditional. The cut down the stomach. I got the whole scar. So
1: you had the you had the 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 stomach cut, um, girl.
0: Uh, I was I, I was yeah. just using the sign the paperwork. I said, "They said you may come out with a colostomy bag," and I was "Okay, like, signing that." I was having issues. Yes, so, ma'am. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> were you afraid? Were you Were yes, you apprehensive? Yes, like, what was the What was the initial? Like, what was that? That That mix of emotions.
0: I was crying. Yeah. I, I didn't want to sign the paperwork. I, I didn't know what to do. I was I was praying. You know, my pastor came to the hospital. Me, okay, so let me tell you this part. Yeah, I told you that me and my husband. Had just started dating like three months prior. And he's a nurse. Yeah. Working in this hospital. And the doctors then told him I wouldn't sign the paperwork for the surgery. So he comes in the room. And there's some other church members in the room. And we're all talking. And they got, I got got medication going through my IV.
1: So I'm like,
0: I'm groggy. I'm groggy. Right. And, you know, and I hear them and I'm chiming in and I'm laughing and talking with them a little bit, you know, and all of a sudden he said, he started reading off all the information that the nurse was reading to me to sign. Uh And the jargon went something like, you know, um, you may, um, during the surgery, um, maybe nick." you may come out with a colostomy bag, you may, all the jargon. So he's reading and when he gets to that part, he says, and you may come out with a colostomy bag, but if you come out with a colostomy bag, we come out with a colostomy bag. You may come out with this or this may happen. I can not remember everything. Yeah. And he, he's reading it and he says, and if you come out we come out with whatever wow. that is i mean i the whole nine yards yeah and so now I, my eyes are closed and i'm crying. <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> and you know he finishes it up with like you gotta have the surgery or it's gonna take you out we just found each other yeah do you mean you're gonna allow yourself to be taken out without allowing us to have what God has brought us together for? Yeah, it was like that. I and so it. yeah. Wow. Uh I went on and I signed it. And um it, it was it just proved to be a blessing. Yeah. It just proved to be a blessing. So and the other and the flip side of that I have to tell you at another time because yeah, the story continues. Yeah, it continues I, right <laughs>
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> but um, with my uh, total hysterectomy, yeah, my, with my endometriosis through a, throughout the years, coming into yeah. the fibroid thing, yeah. having the surgery, and now back on this side of things, it's, it has been truly a journey. Truly, yeah, but a blessing,
1: yeah. And you had kids; you'd already had. Yes, I have two daughters. You'd already had I, two kids, right? Yes,
0: and so uh, I just want to say this piece. Mm. We're talking about our young women not listening. Oh, looking at our experiences. Sometimes it can't come from those as closest to you. It has to come from something like what you're doing right now somebody that they don't even know yeah, can say these things and they'll hear it and begin to act on it. I've seen it happen. And I just pray that some young woman is listening yeah. to what we're talking about. We're having a little fun on the side, but this is serious. It is. Your health it is. and your body is serious Absolutely. and we are in the part of history where things aren't what they were for your grandmother and your grandfather our food is not right mm-hmm. it's not like it used to be yeah. we're getting chemicals in our body that's mm-hmm. causing things mm-hmm. so you got to stay on top of it you've got mm-hmm. to get yourself checked and you, we must look at our diets
1: Absolutely, and ask questions.
0: Ask questions. Yes,
1: when you when you think something's not right, when you sense something's not right,
0: yes, don't
1: hesitate to ask about that. That's what those health professionals are there for.
0: And get a second opinion if you get a second opinion. That's also. right.
1: That's right. That's right. So. Yes. Um, we were talking about, uh, how you were dealing emotionally with the prospect of having the surgery and and just all of that coming together at once. Like this is an issue and now the issue has to be taken care of. You know, we deal with the pain, we deal with the Mm -hmm. discomfort. We deal with the really weird, uh, symptoms of fibroids. And then we are faced with choices, And I remember sitting, talking to my surgeon as she ran down all of the available options, right? These are the things Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, could be used to take care of your situation. But my, I had multiple fibroids. I had a lot of them. And so I was in a place where we can't really sit on this. Like something has to be done. Like we can't really let this go much further.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, a, like just like mine my... yeah
1: yeah there's an emotional uh there's emotional fallout for women uh who have had children who maybe had not decided whether or not they were going to have any more and now you're in a position depending on the severity of it where this has to be done I've listened to women talk about that. And then you have women who have not had children who maybe wanted mm-hmm. to have children, and they're in that position. So there's a lot of emotion, yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 um, women go through. And and in the years mm-hmm. after, you know, I know you already had two kids, right? I don't know if you were planning to have any more, but in the years after, did you experience any kind of related to anything related to you know, um, things have changed on the inside. Any emotional fallout related to, even though I know you were probably, you know, ecstatic that you know you had a new level of healing. What, what, you know, what kind of emotions were attached to the? It, because it is a loss. Let's be, let's be real about it. It is a loss.
0: It, it, it is a loss. It is. Yeah. Um, but my situation is a little bit unique.
1: Yeah. And
0: and I and I understand the loss feeling because mm-hmm. I have miscarried. Okay, so so I know, I know yeah. what you are talking about. All of that is really in, entwined,
1: yeah,
0: I know we're talking about a fibroid, but um when you experience loss from your body, yeah, um being a child because the child was a part of uh, of me, you know, that's right, that's right. to it being in your organs, you know, I could see the fallout that i I'd feel less than a woman. I, you know I, I can't have a, a child anymore I, I see all of that right but my my personal mm-hmm. situation to your question mm-hmm. is completely different yeah because I didn't want to have any more children yeah yeah I like I like to die having the ones I had yeah <laughs> okay
1: real talk, um, real,
0: talk. Real, the real talk real talk real talk real talk And my periods were so bad and hurt so bad. I was ready for that side. I just didn't want to have the surgery. You know what I mean? Yes. I I was scared of the surgery. Yes. And a part of me, I'm I'm glad, if that makes sense to you. Um, It does. Because. I I just, I mm -mm, I didn't didn't want any more kids. (laughs) No. And I didn't want to go through all of the other stuff. But on the other side, you still have things that you have to deal with. Don't think the grass is greener. (laughs) Right. On the other side, even. Right. I mean, life is is a journey. Yeah. So, but I I say that that's my personal take, but Mm -hmm. I empathize and I can understand um, the emotional fallout for women who feel the loss, yeah, who was who was not able to exercise their uh, maternal uh, instinct of having children, yeah, yeah. I, my my heart, my heart goes out, and I and I empathize greatly with that. But for me personally, yeah. You know, yeah i was uh, I, I was uh, on the other side of it i was good going trying to get through it though i, I am, right. wait a minute <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute so absolutely yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: and it needs to be talked about and it needs to be dealt with and they need um support emotional support yes uh through that and and an emotional support group yes uh perhaps through that, yeah, and you know, um, even though my take is this doesn't mean that I can't be there or wouldn't want to be there for someone who's going through that because I have a my my youngest daughter has gone through that, yeah, it, yeah. This this not been a fibroid issue, but yeah, you know, she can't and no, uh, and and there's and she's lost, right? And so right, yeah. Right. Right. That's 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 not a joke. But let me say this. Yeah. After the surgery, there was a period of time where I went into a depression. So there was an emotional fallout right there for me. Um it, it was like my body was missing. I guess maybe it was missing what you just mm-hmm. took out of me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was yeah. strong. And it, and it yeah. was that way for probably a good two months or so. They wound up putting me on um, an antidepressant called mm-hmm. Effexor. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that, that helped me to get through that.
1: Yeah. That's significant. That's significant. And, mm-hmm. and we know that... Everyone's journey is not the same and we don't have the same type of impact um, or it doesn't have the same type of impact on us, but there, we know that there is some um, impact. Uh, and so to hear, you know, your hills and your valleys and to hear the things that you're able to laugh about kind of commences into this, like this big story of healing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that stands out to me, and I'll never stop saying this, that sometimes loss is actually gain. True. Yeah. And your journey is pretty amazing. Very, very dramatic.
0: (laughs) Oh, you haven't heard a half of it. (laughs)
1: Very, very dramatic. Like, wow. it's, It's almost like you didn't even have time to catch your breath. But um... no,
0: no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'll, I'll say yeah. this to you in a nutshell. So my surgery was the 6th of December, mm-hmm. the 15th of January, the very next year. My husband, he had had cancer in his leg and had rebuilt wow. it.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And he set up saromas along his incision line. Mm. And from January till the end of April, we had six surgeries. The wow. seventh surgery had to be an amputation. Wow! And we were supposed to be married in August, but we wound up getting married in May because they were be going to amputate him. Right. Wow. And then two years later, he needed a heart. Girl, look here. Yeah, stress and the hot flashes were no joke.
1: <laughs> Listen, Because
0: <laughs> right you was job. dealing
1: with some real life
0: stuff. <laughs> That stress and them hot flashes because stress will bring them on. Right. Yes, girl. Yes. So wow. Well, I'm but God. Yes.
1: And I'm I'm excited that you choose to talk about this journey, specifically this fibroid journey. And my prayer and my hope is that someone is listening. Uh, that can take a little piece take a little something mm-hmm. that you said mm-hmm. and tuck it away share it with someone it becomes food for thought it might send them to google it might give them uh, inspire them with some questions to a- to ask their doctor or just motivate them to just move forward as an advocate of their yes. own health like that's that 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 right there
0: and the most important thing I feel, I know we're, we're talking fibroids, but to be there for one another, we need to be there for each other. Yes. We need to, we need to be somebody's sounding board, somebody's advocate, some uh, a piece of advice for somebody, that intercessory for somebody. We If we are there for each other more, there will be a lot less hurt, Uh, better decisions could be made you know somebody might not have to go through uh, the turmoil if they could have heard your story or your testimony we just need to be there for each other especially we as women and women of color because knowledge is power